Good morning and welcome to Emmet Audio episode ha, 123. I don't know. Um, I'm soaking some dishes in the sink so you can hear the tap running. Uh, and today is a wooden spoon geek out episode and I wanted to talk about how thin you can make your spoons and how to go about making them as delicate as makes sense. Um, this is a useful place to acknowledge that there is a um, dichotomy in spoon carving where between people who like to carve crooks and, and people like myself who prefer to carve straight wood. Um, the argument for, for carving crooks, um, crooked bits of wood where the grain follows the curvature you're looking for is that you can in theory get them thinner uh, and therefore more delicate. Um, but what I have found is that the that benefit is outweighed by the cost of difficulty in carving and the percentage that give you trouble because a crook generally is from a smaller branch and generally from a, an area of the branch that has other branches potentially going out from it. So um, I always prefer to carve straight grained wood and what I have found is that I am able to get my spoons. I've gotten my spoons more and more delicate over the last couple of years. Um, and what I found is that the places where you want them to be delicate are, are often the places that are not made delicate when you're just starting out. And the places that you make delicate just starting out are often the places that you want to remain strong. And, and this comes from the difference being are you are things becoming delicate because you choose them to be that way or are things becoming delicate because you made a mistake and you're trying to claw your way back to a usable spoon from that mistake so quite often starting out what happens is you struggle cleaning up the neck of the spoon or getting the rim of the spoon even and so those areas become too thin or you struggle finishing uh, getting a clean finish in the bowl of the spoon, so then the center of the bowl becomes too thin. Um, and the that kind of delicacy is rarely the delicacy that a spoon really benefits from. Instead, what I where I like to have things be delicate is um, I like to have sort of the the rim of the spoon be delicate, and there's if I haven't already done one, there's certainly going to be an episode about rims. Um, but I also like to have sort of the, the features of the handle and of the shoulders be delicate. That's not to say that the neck necessarily is going to be delicate and thin, but just the right amount for the purpose of the spoon is important. And quite often you make keels too deep or you make the neck too thin um, and you end up with uh, a spoon that is on one side or the other of just right. It's either too delicate or not delicate enough. So finding that place where it's right in the middle comes from uh, having control over the process and not over carving at the beginning of the process, letting things be rough so that when you come back at the end to do your final cleaning cuts, you have 
as much material as you need to work with and then having the ability to take off exactly what you want and no more. Sometimes this comes from being able to read the grain correctly and anticipate how it's going to go so that you don't make a mistake by having the wood crack. A good example of this is at the back of the bowl of a spoon, which I usually carve absolutely last. Once I have gotten the inside of the bowl exactly the way I want it, I have left some material when I'm doing that on the outside of the bowl so that I don't run the risk of carving the bowl too thin because I actually want the center, the deepest part of the bowl to also be the, the, the thickest part. And then that thickness tapers and tapers and tapers up to the rim. And by having the deepest part of the bowl be the thickest part and tapering up to the rim, you get a much more delicate feeling spoon that is actually more strong than if you make the bowl one even thickness throughout. So once I have finished the center of the bowl to my satisfaction, I then shave off on the outside of the bowl just the right amount in a series of long shaving cuts from sort of the deepest part out to the tip. Um, overlapping each other so I get a nice curve. And the trick is where, how do you sort of get that back part right where you start that cut from the deepest part of the spoon on the back? And where is too far back to grab? And because if you reach too far back towards the neck on the back there, you will split the wood instead of cutting it. So this is where an understanding of exactly where you can start comes into play and Quite frankly, you just kind of need to have some close calls, make a couple mistakes, and figure out, you know, okay, on a spoon this size, this is probably where I can get away with it. So having a process that will allow you to not take off too much at the beginning, but then having the control to take off exactly what you want later on, and an understanding of how much you need and conversely, how little you really need in any area of the spoon will allow you to make a spoon that is perfectly strong for its purpose, but remarkably delicate. And to do so with control and precision and as little risk as possible. And what I have found is that you can make spoons that are really delicate, but yet are still quite strong and sometimes uh, sometimes you want a spoon that's just very sturdy right if you want a spoon that you can stick in your backpack you're going to make it sturdier than a spoon you know a coffee scoop that lives in a tin on your counter and doesn't have to rattle around in a backpack so keep that in mind but know that it's possible to make things more delicate even with straight grained wood than we commonly think.